You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. You always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Press Zone podcast right here on the AHL Report, part of Rocket Sports Media and an affiliate podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We are so glad that you're here with us today and uh, we've got a a fun show ahead of us today. But first, some introductions. Um, My name is Amy Johnson. I am the host for the show as well as the lead correspondent over at AHLReport.com. And I'm joined each and every week in the studio by our president, founder, and editor-in-chief, the one and only Rick Stevens. Hello, sir. And are you recovered from your Canada Day weekend? Well, have to be. It's a big (laughs) week. It's a special week. It's an exciting week. It is. um, Certainly for the hockey world and for our Rocket Sports team, who... uh, some coming, some traveling, some coming from uh, a distance, um, but converging in Montreal for the 2022 NHL entry draft this week. I know. It's a big week. It's uh, still not used to this adjusted NHL schedule because usually, you know, usually we've already hit free agency by now. So it's... <laughs> yeah, Canada <laughs> Day spoiled by free agency. Not this year, Not though. this year. No, yeah, which is nice. You got to enjoy Thanks, Canada Gary. Day. That's right. <laughs> um, so yes, it's, it's a big week ahead. Uh, lots of excitement. Also very different this year that um, the draft is not on its typical Friday-Saturday mm. uh, layout, that it's a Thursday-Friday, uh, which is which is a little, a little, odd. little weird. Yeah. Um, so it means it's kind of a shortened week as far as uh, all of us covering the draft. It's got to get Got to get things ready to go. So, well, listen, we put in that request because Saturday, uh, the draft, the second day of the draft, always interferes with the Canadians' connection. We said, please, can you move it back a day? Really? Have the draft Thursday, Friday, then we tell you everything about the draft on Saturday's Canadians' connection, and look what happened. Wow. Yeah. It's we a little. Pull. Yeah. It's that's that's a that's impressive. It's a story. <laughs> <laughs> Well, today we are uh, we're gonna just get you caught up on the latest things going on. Uh, first, in the in our first segment, we're gonna talk about uh, a, a couple of bits of news uh, regarding the Laval Rocket, uh, as well as in case you missed the press conference, the pre-draft he- press conference held by uh, Kent Hughes and Vinny Lacavier yesterday, we will uh, get you up to date on anything that was said or mentioned in that. 
press conference. i got to get my notes ready for that. You better get your notes ready. Uh, then in our uh, second segment, we're just going to talk a bit about uh, some news around the AHL, um, about, you know, the offseason in the AHL. Some uh, there's There's more coaching news. Uh, and some league news uh, that is that's pretty fun to cover, and we'll get you completely set on all of our Rocket Sports coverage of the draft coming this week, and what you can expect to find, where you can expect to find it. Uh, we'll have you covered from A to Z for the Montreal Canadiens as they uh, have 14 picks uh, this week. Whether they use them all or not uh, to actually select draftees is is yet to be seen, but uh, we'll get you caught up on on all the best ways to follow all of the action thanks to the Rocket Sports team. Uh, so first and foremost, I know last week uh, we, we talked about a, a couple of uh, AHL contracts that the Laval Rocket had uh, completed. Well, there was another AHL contract for Laval this week, another one-year, one-way AHL contract. Uh, and this time it's for um, a, a, a draftee of, of the Montreal Canadiens, Xavier Simino, uh, signed to an, a one-year, one-way AHL contract. Uh, he is a, if, you, if that name sounds familiar, it's because he was a sixth-round draft pick by the Montreal Canadiens last year in the 2021 draft. Um Excuse me. And uh, he's played the past four years in the queue and uh, signing an AHL deal to uh, to come and play with Laval. He's a forward. Uh, he's a small forward. He's about five, seven, um, but put up a, a tremendous number of points. He played for uh, three years, I believe, with Drummondville and then four years with Drummondville, four years with Drummondville uh, and then uh, also uh, played with Charlottetown his um, overage year. Yep. Yep. In his overage year and put up some pretty tremendous numbers this past season with Charlottetown, both in the regular season and in their lengthy playoff runs. So, um, I think this is, uh, this is a good AHL contract to sign, uh, and, and a good, uh, you know, it's, it's someone that the Canadians, Rick, uh, obviously intentionally selected and drafted for a reason. He's performed well in junior. And so now we get to see uh, what he can add to an AHL roster. So a a prospect uh, of sorts, Um, Mm -hmm. we're not expecting Simino to actually make it to the NHL. I think that would be, that would be a real um, reach for him, um, but may turn out to be a serviceable AHL player to have in the lineup. Uh, he's, he was first eligible for the draft uh, in 2019. Uh, he was uh, passed over uh, twice, actually, in 2019 and 2020. Third time's a charm. He was selected, as you said, sixth round in 2021. Um, and the reason is partly because of his size. Um, he is quite undersized. Mm-hmm. Um, 5'7 is generous. Um, and typically when you, when you, um, have a player like that, that size, you're going to see who's, um, able to be successful. He's got, uh, you know, great skating skill, uh, blazing speed, um, that sort of thing. You're not going to find that here. Um, skating is a, is, is a big weak spot. Uh, he doesn't have a great shot for scoring. He can be a playmaker, um, uh, hockey sense eh, is, is not really there. What, what the reason he lasted so long in the queue is his compete level. And in that regard, he's com- been compared, not, not size wise, uh, not scoring wise, but, um, as far as compete and heart, 
uh, and leadership to a Raphael Harvey Pinard. Um, so he can, you know, he can um, be a playmaker. He can agitate. Um, he can be on your PK and block shots. Um, but it's just, you know, he's got a quite a, l- a laundry list of things that he's going to have to improve. He was projected to be one of those tweeners, um, ECHL, AHL uh, player but signed a one-way contract, which is a bit of a surprise in the AHL. So um, g- good for him, mm-hmm. and um, and he'll... he'll uh, He's got to live up to it now. Yeah, he'll be one of those younger players in the lineup that um, that is going to have to fight for, for his... Uh, ice time and um, and and uh, let's let's see what he can do uh, at the AHL level. Absolutely, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch. Um, but the players aren't the only ones making uh, the news columns over the summer uh, this year. Assistant Laval coach. Uh, uh, Laval assistant coach Kelly Buckberger uh, finally getting a a very delayed honor. We know that the COVID-19 pandemic since 2020 has has postponed so many things, disrupted so many things, just turned everything upside down in every aspect of life. And of course, sports is one of that. We've seen, you know, this is the first year that the that the entry draft for the NHL is back to being a live in-person event. It's been it's been since 2019 since that happened, the last two drafts, of course, being virtual. Um, And so uh, back in 2020, the Ted Knight Saskatchewan Hockey Hall of Fame announced their 2020 Hall of Flame Hall of Fame induction class and Kelly Buckberger was one of the guys who was going to be uh, inducted into the Saskatchewan Hockey Hall of Fame in the player category uh, and it's taken until this summer uh, to actually have that induction ceremony happen so we saw something similar happen with Yuppie. Yuppie was inducted to the, the Mascot Hall of Fame back in 2020, and that ceremony didn't happen until a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, Rick, I think it's a, it's a really nice uh, thing for, for the province of Saskatchewan to acknowledge uh, Kelly Buckberger and uh, uh, certainly uh, not a small thing for him to be inducted into the Saskatchewan Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, Kelly Buckberger, as you said, assistant coach with Laval, has about 15 years of coaching experience now. Uh, but before that, was obviously a very accomplished player, over a thousand games played, two uh, Stanley Cups, uh, and it all started in Saskatchewan for for him playing with the Melville Millionaires, uh, and then into the the WHL with uh, with Moose Jaw, the Moose Jaw Warriors. Um, so, uh, a, a very appropriate, um, uh, recognition for, for his, uh, work as a player and, um, and a proud moment for sure for Kelly Buckberger. So congratulations to him. Uh, that's a, that's, that's a tremendous accomplishment. Um, now you would have thought it was funny, you know, Friday was Canada day. Uh, for those of you who are newer to the podcast and don't know, I live in the States. I I'm, I live in Pennsylvania. So my holiday didn't happen until Monday for independence day. So that meant of course, Friday, I was, you know, hard at work when the, uh, uh press release came out from the Canadians that Ken Hughes and Vincent LeCavier would be meeting with the media on Monday afternoon. And so as I typically do with these types of things, I sent out a tweet just making the general announcement that the Canadians have announced that there's a press conference. Well, Rick, you would have thought that, like, the world had burned down. 
<laughs> uh, that was a, you know, it, it was, it got everyone's attention that, wait a minute, oh my gosh, you know. Well, sudden, none of the Canadian, uh, Montreal reporters were working on Friday. Well, so. that, that's, yeah, well, that, I think that was the other part of it is that I was, uh, I was the only person for at least 24 hours in the Montreal media who had that information out there on social media. Um, and so it got lots of attention and people speculating and, uh, you know, wondering what's this about it's pretty typical for the team that's hosting the draft to to hold a press conference in advance of the draft however rick given given what came out of this press conference it would have been okay if they just took a hard pass on doing the press conference before the draft (laughs) because it was a lot of nothing well this press conference wasn't for us it wasn't for the media it wasn't even for fans really no we weren't the intended targets at all. And and that's why it seemed like a nothing, a big nothing burger to, to fans and media. This, the messages sent in that press conference, um, rather than pick up the phone and call them all individually, uh, Kent Hughes was, was broadcasting his message to 31 other teams. Um, maybe not all 31, but, but several other teams um, and it seemed um, that, you know, uh, the Canadians, it's, it's been, been leaked that the Canadians want to create a splash at the draft. Uh, um, you know, there was uh, Bruce Garriock talking about that they phoned every other team in the top 10, trying to pick up a second top 10 pick. Um, there's been talk about, you know, who might be available uh, to trade away to, to um, and package with one of their, with either their second round, their early second round pick or their late first round pick to uh, get another uh, draft pick. And it seemed to me that um, I got the sense that, that Ken Hughes wasn't necessarily happy with uh, the, the action. So he wanted to uh, kind of jumpstart that and 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 remind um, the general managers around the NHL that Canadians were, um, you know, what was what was the language that he used? Did he say um, we want another? No, of course not. He he said things like, "Well, listen, we're we're undecided. Uh, we haven't decided who to pick with." Uh, it could be any one of three three players. Um, we don't even know if if we're going to pick. If it happened, if the draft happened today, it would yeah we'd pick first, but maybe we'll move down and maybe we'll move up and maybe he basically said uh, <laughs> there was any number of options. Anything could happen. Anything could happen, uh, which which is code for. Um, call me and, and and we'll see if we can make something and we'll happen. see if we can make something happen exactly so um, and yeah. that that the first overall pick is either going to be Shane Wright, your eyes Slavkovsky, or Logan Cooley. Yeah, that that was, was yeah. not like that okay, was, great, thanks, thanks for the tip. <laughs> yeah, already known, well known. Uh, so, yeah, there there was nothing there. There was nothing new for. I mean, there was little tidbits, the tiny tiniest of tidbits. Uh, Carey Price doesn't need another surgery, I guess, uh, but there was still no answer, uh, and likely not an answer on his situation until. Uh, September, so nothing new there. Um, he interesting that that he said that um, he was going to sit down uh, that night, uh, Monday night, with the scouting staff 
the complete staff uh, for the very first time um, and all, all in one room. And, and he said uh, he's got some ideas, but he wanted to do a lot of listening. Um, the other bit of news, I guess, was uh, Vanilla Cavalier, who um, he he's 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 a delight to listen to, mainly because he's very open and honest about um, golly gee, isn't this cool? I'm a I'm I'm kind of a scout, kind of an advisor, kind of <laughs> I don't know what my role is, but I'm here, and it's so different from from it's fun and, and it's fun and cool, and I'm glad to be here and. Uh, but but Le Cavalier had a conversation, a telephone conversation, uh, with Shane Wright, and and just talking about you know not that uh, Vinny Le Cavalier has any idea what it's like to be a first round draft uh, draft pick by the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal. He doesn't know that, but he has some sense of of the pressure that uh, might fall on the the Canadiens' first pick. And so he had a conversation with Shane Wright about that. Um, again, trying to get, uh, and they confirmed that it's it's they're, the um, the finish line isn't now. Uh, they're not determining who is who is the best player at this moment. They're not determining who 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 would be the the best player to add to the lineup right now. Um, they said, and and rightly so. Who is going to be the best NHLer long term? That's what they're. That's the player they're interested in drafting. And and that's smart. I was relieved to hear that. I was, uh, you know, he may have he may have said it slightly begrudgingly, but I was I was happy to hear Kent Hughes also admit that while it's very commonplace for a first overall draft pick to play in the NHL right away, that it's not always a guarantee. And so that if it were someone who who um, was already, you know, like a like a Logan Cooley, who's already committed to um, uh, an NCAA path that, you know, maybe there's, you know, maybe maybe a selection doesn't necessarily have to come right to the NHL if that's not the best trajectory for the prospect, Um, which for me, the more important part of that was just taking out of it that they do have a mind towards properly developing and not necessarily rushing if they don't have to, uh, no matter who it is, um, which, again, is something that that we've focused on and, and wanted to see uh, happen and take place. The third thing that I gleaned from it that I really appreciated was that they were also saying that they were trying to really assess, you know, they understand that it's a completely different beast to be the first overall draft pick uh, and be selected by the Canadians in the city of Montreal and um, just, you know, also taking into account which of these prospects will likely be able to handle that the best. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's kind of get, it's kind of like getting thrown into the shark's tank who, wherever you get drafted by the Canadians, uh, in, in, in the draft, what round and whatnot, but to be such a big spotlight pick, uh, for the Montreal Canadians fan base and media, base uh is is going to be a task that that whoever it is that gets selected is is going to need to be prepared for and the other pieces um you know if the canadians uh uh, are able to find a a dance partner to get another 
um, I, I think it'll be difficult to get another uh, first, uh, a top 10 first round pick. Uh, the, the Senators have, have been mentioned. Um, the, the Philadelphia Flyers have been mentioned who are open to trading that pick. Um, but it's likely to be in the early teens where it would be easier to, to move up uh, from that 26th position. And it might cost the Canadians um, a Josh Anderson or Jeff Petrie. But again, um, those, you know, when asked about that, he was he was downplaying. Um, no, you know, we don't have to trade Jeff Petrie. Yes, it's possible. We're, we'll try to accommodate him. But if I don't get the offers that I'm, I'm looking for, uh, there's no reason to trade him. You know, his family will probably be happy uh, coming back. So... Again, that with respect to to Petrie or or Anderson or maybe Dvorak, who's also rumored to be on the market. Uh, again, he was he was um, you know kind of the same similar language that he used with Arturi Lekkonen, saying that he didn't have to trade him. Uh, but it all seems be to be the kind of tax, tactics he's using to um, to generate interest to get people to give him the offer that he's looking for. And if it works, great. Um, I think it's, uh, I, I definitely think uh, the fireworks will not have ended after the Canadians make that first overall selection uh, for round one. I think I think everyone's going to be kind of sitting on pins and needles to see what else happens throughout the, the rest of that first round. Um, you know, Kent Hughes mentioned that he's, he, you know, he, he gave an actually he actually had a good response. Someone asked him a question about, uh, do you consider this, you know, this is the first time you, that you're picking as the Montreal Canadiens GM, uh, and it happens to be the first overall pick. Do you do you consider this a legacy pick for you that someday people will look back at this? And 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 I actually liked the way that he answered. He talked about how uh, he doesn't consider it his pick. It's the Montreal Canadiens pick, and he just happens to work for them, and that, you know, they're just there to do a job and to draft as as best as they can. Um but as you said earlier, Rick, they're also probably wanting to make a bit of a splash. So I think it's going to mean some excitement uh, for for everyone uh, watching as things unfold. A little bit of news today as far as um, uh, players that the Canadians may be interested in. And the first shoe kind of dropped when the Ottawa Senators um, announced that they would um, put that they have put Colin White forward Colin White on unconditional waivers. Uh, they'll buy him out, uh, which will make him an unrestricted uh, free agent. But the Canadians may um, go ahead and and claim him on waivers uh, when that when the time comes, or 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 uh, enter into a, a, um, um, uh, an arrangement with him. And and the backstory of that, of course, is that Kent Hughes. Uh, was um, Colin White's agent, and there was talk at the trade deadline that the Canadians had tried to acquire him. Always keeping it interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. Uh, well, uh, we will have um, since we're since we're on the topic of the draft, Rick. Let's just uh, let our listeners know what they can expect from our team in the coverage of it this week. Um, the Two biggest things you want to do is be sure that you've got allhabs.net bookmarked. Uh, There we will have a, as we do every year, a live draft tracker taking you through 
all of the selections by every team in the first round and then in subsequent rounds two through seven, every Montreal Canadiens pick or trade uh, that will be updated as things go. And of course, you want to be uh, make sure that you're following at all Habs on Twitter and Facebook. Did I if miss you, anything? <laughs> well, if you need a draft primer, if you, yeah. if you need to, to um, kind of do a quick study on, on the draft, uh, you want to go to canadiansconnection.fm, canadiansconnection.fm, and um, listen to uh, last Saturday's uh, broadcast for sure. That one's called Final Countdown. As the final countdown comes towards the draft, uh, that will give you the latest. Um, you also want to look for... Uh, episodes that we did with some draft experts. Sam Cosentino was one. Another one with Jerome Brube from Hockey Prospects. Those will give you um, as good a preparation as you're going to get on the draft ahead of uh, Thursday's first round pick. Absolutely. We'll have uh, lots of coverage for you as well as, you know, some live look-ins in at the at the scene going on inside the Bell Center because, as Rick mentioned, we'll have uh, parts of our Rocket Sports Media crew uh, there on site inside the arena. So we'll we'll be bringing you some of those uh, looks for on, on social media as well. And if you want to meet some of the crew, uh, the, the, the people that you read, the people that you listen to, um, then uh, tweet at us uh, or contact us on social media and uh, we'll try and meet up with you. That sounds great. Uh, right now, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors over at DraftKings. When we come back on the other side, we're just going to get you caught up on some general AHL news and uh, things to be on the lookout for during what is promising to probably be a very busy couple of weeks uh, around the hockey world with lots of AHL implications. So stay with us. You're listening to The Press Zone right here on Rocket Sports Radio. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back to the Press Zone right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Once again, my name is Amy Johnson, joined in the studio by Rick Stevens. We are so glad that you are here with us today. Whether you're a regular Press Zone podcast listener or maybe you're a regular Canadians Connection listener and you're wondering, hey, how did this 
how did this press zone podcast uh, show up in my uh, in my feed? Well, uh, since uh, the press zone and Canadians Connection are sister podcasts, and we had updated information. For all of the Habs fans and listeners we have out there for both podcasts, uh, updated information pertaining to the draft prior to the draft, uh, we thought it would be helpful to all of our listeners who are subscribed to the Canadians Connection uh, to also get to listen to this episode. And so that's why it showed up in your feed today. Um, also just want to remind you to be sure to follow us on Twitter at the AHL report at the press zone. You can find Rick at all Habs and you can find me at flyers rule. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with all of your followers. That's the best way you can lend us a helping hand here in the off season. Um, now Rick, this segment, AHL and beyond, we just wanted to bring a couple of news items to you. Um, and the first is a couple of minor trades. Well, I shouldn't say one of them wasn't necessarily a minor trade, but a couple of trades that have happened, uh, already with NHL teams, uh, leading up to the draft. And it's just a reminder while they're not necessarily, um, they, they don't impact the Canadians or their prospects directly, but it's a good reminder for folks that, there are going to be a lot of NHL trades that happen in the next couple of weeks, whether people are jockeying for uh, draft picks in this year's draft uh, or looking to free up cap space in order to get ready for free agency, which is already coming next week. Plenty of NHL trades that are going to be happening. And many times those NHL trades could or do have AHL implications. Um, just a couple of Examples of that, of course, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets acquired uh, Matthew Olivier from the Nashville Predators. Um, he was playing for the Milwaukee Admirals, which is which was Nashville's uh, AHL affiliate. Uh, so, again, not making waves with anything there. However, um, in exchange, uh, well, he'll make a few waves. <laughs> he's well, a that's tough what I was going to say. He'll, he's there a will tough, be waves tough made, guy. <laughs> but not <laughs> some penalty minutes added uh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, but in exchange for Olivier, uh, then going back is a fourth round pick in this year's draft. So mm-hmm. um, that certainly changes things on the draft board for later on this week. Um, in addition, we saw, um, you know the. Tampa Bay Lightning um, just finishing their Stanley Cup run. They acquired defenseman Philippe Myers and Grant Mismash from the Nashville Predators in exchange for defenseman Ryan McDonough. So this is a case where uh, while McDonough has been a, a staple with with the Lightning uh, for the past few years, uh, there's they, they're running into a cap situation. They needed to shed uh, shed a big contract. So Ryan McDonough goes. Uh, they get Philippe Myers and Grant Mismash back. Uh, as far as AHL implications, who knows where Philippe Myers is going to play next year. This could mean that the Laval Rocket could see him back in the Eastern Conference in the AHL again, except pay- playing for the Syracuse Crunch this time. He, you know, Whether it was with the Flyers or with Nashville, Philippe Myers has not found a permanent NHL spot yet. So, um, so yes, Rick, while, while neither of these transactions that took place have any direct impact on on. Uh, Montreal and its affiliate or prospects. It's just a good reminder to keep an eye on every transaction around the league in the NHL that takes place over the next few weeks, because there could be a lot of changes to uh, the AHL or, or the draft, uh, the draft board later this week. 
And Fleet Myers, as you said, hasn't hasn't found a home necessarily. Um, you know, you 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 can see when you meet him, you know why he's attractive to uh, teams six five two ten. Um, his skating is 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 really rough, um, and and that ha- that's been a. Uh, he's he's found some difficulty staying in the lineup because of that. Um, Tampa knew that. Breezebois said um, um, it's it's something we've been able to help uh, other prospects in his situation with. Uh, we're going to try and work with him and see if we can improve that. Uh, Mismash, um, you know, he's young. He's he's just twenty three. Um, he had his first pro year last year after playing NCAA with North Dakota. And, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that might take some time, uh, to develop as well. He's, he's gritty. Um, he's what, what scouts like about him is that he goes to those dirty areas. Um, but the production hasn't always been there. So, uh, it may take time for him to find his niche, uh, at the pro level. So keep an eye on all of the trades. Of course, NHL trades are going to have big NHL implications, uh, but also keep an you know keep an eye out on on kind of the the smaller implications as well because you could see some things that affect the AHL level as well. Um, also, coaching continues to be in the news, and of course, uh, the Vancouver Canucks promoted uh, their AHL affiliate, the Abbotsford Canucks, uh, head coach Trent Cull to an assistant coaching position with the NHL club. Uh, to uh, to assist there, as well as uh, also bringing in former uh, Flyers interim head coach Mike Yo. Uh, there, so uh, Trent Cole, Mike Yo, both adding to Bruce Boudreaux's staff in Vancouver. That that left an opening uh, for the AHL head coaching position for the Abbotsford Canucks, and they made an announcement that Jeremy Colleton has been named the new head coach in Abbotsford. And, uh, Rick, that's certainly a, a familiar name uh, as of the past couple of years. That's right. He um, uh, he took over from uh, Joel Quenville in um, um, uh, Chicago. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, it's a situation where probably promoted a little too quickly there without the experience to... To back him, uh, he was in Rockford for a couple of years as as the head coach, um, and and was in Sweden before that uh, as a as a head coach. But but needed a little bit more. Uh, he's still young, so he's he's uh, just thirty seven, resetting his career, um, and and going back and and uh, uh, in the AHL and getting a bit more experience. Absolutely. His other claim to fame, I think, um, is his youth team. He's the only, I, I think I got this correctly, um, that he's the only player to make it to the NHL who came from um, the youth team that was called the Blackie Hubcaps. <laughs> the Hubcaps? Yes, the Hubcaps. Maybe sponsored by a, by okay, you know, a parts dealer or something, but yes. Uh, he, it reminds me of that kid a few first years team. ago that used to... The, the viral video of the kid that used to run around on the ice calling people your old paint can. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> your old paint can. Yeah. Your old hubcap. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as of last Friday, last Friday was not just Canada Day. It also became the day that the, the AHL officially became a 
team league with Coachella Valley Firebirds officially entering the league as of July 1st. Uh, So congratulations to them. A whole new era of the AHL begins yet again. Every single NHL team now has their own AHL affiliate. There will not be any dual affiliations. Those shared affiliations can be tough on players, on organizations. And and so it's nice that uh, each team now will have its own. Absolutely. We can't wait to see uh, what what's going to happen with Coachella Valley entering the league. Um, so, yeah, let's you know, it's it's kind of it, the title of this episode is The Quiet Before the Storm, because it's kind of there. There wasn't a ton of news that came out this week. Little bits here and there, some important things. But you can bet that after this week, things are going to open up very, very wide for the month of July as drafting. Uh, You know, the draft will take place. There will be lots to talk about next week in terms of that. And then right away, next Wednesday, uh, you know, you've got Monday, I believe, is when qualifying offers are due for RFAs. Um, And then Wednesday is free agency. So the next few weeks is going to be pretty frenzied in in terms of activity around the NHL. And we were just glad to bring you up to speed to get you all ready for the start of that in this little lull that we have right before the draft begins. So what you need to do, do your homework, is subscribe. Subscribe to the Press Zone, subscribe to the Canadians Connection. Uh, you just have to subscribe because a lot's going to happen. And if you don't subscribe, you may there is a good chance you might miss it. We don't want you to do that. No. We, we like our listeners to come into... Uh, rookie camp and training camp in the fall, like they haven't missed a beat because they haven't missed a beat because they were depending on the Rocket Sports team all summer long to keep them up to date on everything. And they're not trying to play catch up. Um, you know, listener, our listeners aren't playing catch up come the fall. They already, they're already well prepared. So, and we know you're busy. We know you're busy in the summer. Um, but that's why we put out content that you can take with, uh, you can take us with you, uh, listening to our podcasts, um, and uh, the capsule articles that we have on on the websites, um, it's it's we we prepare the content with the summer in mind. We absolutely do, and we appreciate you being here with us each and every week. Uh, it's going to be an exciting week for Montreal Canadiens fans, so enjoy every minute of it. If you happen to be attending the draft, uh, be sure you tag at the AHL Report at All Habs at Rocket Sports. Pick one of those or all of them, on Twitter or Facebook, and and post your photos. Let us see, you know, your excitement and, and the stories you have to share of, you know, how many people you're going to meet in the concourse hallways and, 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 you know, coaches and players and alumni and draftees, you name it. It's, it's going to be a great experience. Uh, we wish everyone a safe and fun draft week, and uh, we will be back here again next Tuesday, uh, joined by Patrick Williams for an edition of the AHL Hot Stove. We'll be back here on Tuesday for another great episode of The Press Zone right here on Rocket Sports Radio. Click subscribe to never miss an episode of The Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Visit AHLReport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects.